guys, welcome to our podcast where we will be unwrapping the fails and successes of an upcoming artist, Ashley Acosta. But wait, who is Ashley Acosta? Ashley Acosta is a singer in the song that was just played. Well, let me tell you a little bit about her. She was one of the winners for Tengo Talento Mucho Talento, and she's from Houston. My name is Ashley Acosta. I'm 18 years old, and I live in Houston, Texas. And I'm a singer, a local professional singer in Houston, Texas. How did you first feel whenever you knew that a dream like this was actually coming true? I mean, I've always wanted to be a singer ever since I was like small. So I still don't know if this dream can come true. I have a positive thinking that, you know, maybe someday I will have this dream come true. Like a singer, not just locally in Houston, but like actually worldwide, I guess. I mean, music is a really important thing in my life, honestly. And whenever I do anything that's like related to music, it feels like I'm doing the right thing in a way, so. Okay. Wow, that's actually really awesome. So we did a little research on you and we saw that you participated in Tengo Talento Mucho Talento, the show, twice, I think, and you didn't make it the first time. So, how was your overall connection to the moment when you actually won the second time? Well, the first time I only made it to the finals. The last time, which is the time I won, um, I think it was last year too. <laughs> it felt really nice. I wasn't expecting to win, especially to win with like my friend, because there was two winners that time, and that was like the first time in like history of Tengo Talento Mucho Talento that they had two winners. So that was a really nice experience and then just the experience of winning was nice because I was definitely not expecting to win. I was just glad I was in the finals or I was in the top five or I was in the top three and then it was like okay now I'm the top two and then I ended up winning. So it felt really nice. I was really surprised and I just kept on calling my friend and joking like hey I didn't win but then I told him I so actually i want to ask you about your music career like so what made you start singing well i've always been singing since i was a baby i don't know what made me start singing i i just i've been singing all my life professionally i've been singing since i was 11. 11 years old i was in my first tv show in levels kids i i don't know i can't really answer what makes me sing like i really love music like music is a really big thing in my life and it's one of the biggest things I love in this world. So I don't think I need a reason to sing. I just do it. Like it's just it just comes out naturally. Okay, so when Camila first questioned you about your favorite song, you mentioned that it was Dejate Querer. If you don't mind us asking, why did you chose that song? Dejate Querer is a song I wrote and uh, i mean i don't have a favorite song in every song in the whole entire world because honestly there's so many music genres languages just to pick one song in particular i like every song but from the songs i've written i think i really like because i actually self-produced that song it was my first time self-producing something i did the guitar the only thing i needed help with was the bass and that was just like 
a portion of the song. I liked it the second. Like, I tried to self-produce it as much as I could, and I actually really like how it came out. It was really simple. It's not the biggest song in the world, but I kind of like it the way it is. Like, I just like it simple and pretty because it's my first self-produced song, so I was not expecting a whole banger. <laughs> but it was fun, and I especially love the lyric. In the song, I really put a lot of thought into that lyric. Since it is, you know, your favorite song and you did write it, what is your favorite part of the song? Like, what part of the song spoke out to you the most? In the song, I think my favorite lyric, it's in Spanish, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My favorite lyric in the song is probably the part where it, like, goes into, like, the bridge. It says, Tus labios ácidos de miel for those wondering what part of the song she is talking about, I'll play a short clip. Allow me to translate this part of the song. Your lips made of honey. Your hands melt my skin, and your look does me good. What would you place your music genre in? Because there is like different variety of Mexican tradition music going from banda to corridos or to tejano. Like, what placement would you put your genre, like your music in? Well, ever since I was small, I've always been like a fairly versatile singer. Mm -hmm. um, I started ranchera music, like the uh, ranchera mexicana típica de México. Mm -hmm. I do get noticed a lot of like people come towards me when I sing Mexican music, but I've actually sang a little bit of everything, like jazz, rock, pop, English, Portuguese, French. Like oh, I, wow. I try to sing as much as I can, but I, I know at this point. I'm gonna have to stick to like one genre because right now I'm actually working with a producer that's in California. I'm assuming that he's gonna make me sing banda music, which is like really hitting right now. So I, I mean, I feel like that's like a really good thing about me. Like I can stick to anything because I'm really versatile and I don't have a preference on what I like to sing better because I sing. All right, that's good. I mean, we need more more uprising singers nowadays because i know that all these singers that we've heard from our childhood they're coming to age and we need new stars mm -hmm. so so happens you're one of those stars you know yeah well going on to the next question so with your music what was the message you were trying to convey with within the whole part of the song to the audience like sad and happy song at the same time i was just like every time i feel like i'm in the mood to like write some songs i was writing it to be like oh i hope people get the message i was just like oh i'm writing it because i feel like shit right now and i kind of want to write this <laughs> i make the melody i self produce it and it's whatever the people get from this song that i'm fine with if they get it like a happy song if they get it like a sad song if they get it like that song and just in general like that's completely fine with me i wrote intentions of like it feeling like an emotional song like a love 
emotional song. So I assume people would feel the same way, like, oh, it's love emotionally, you know, it's about a person who she might, might love. So maybe they can relate to that situation that I've gone through and actually put themselves to listen to the song, maybe like it. So I honestly have no idea what I, like, was thinking in my mind. Like, I hope people do this while listening to the song. I was just thinking about, like, you know, writing it and, like, pouring feelings into you know, a paper or something. Mm. So I, but like, I guess um, emotional and love would be something people would get out of the song if mm. I were to guess. And, and in the music video, I noticed that the location, it was interesting. It was only like you in a desert type area. Does that area have any significance to you? Or do you feel like the location contributes to the message, I guess, you were trying to give in the song? Well, that was in Mexico, I think, Guadalajara. I actually recorded a lot of musical videos over there, not just that song. Mm -hmm. I recorded that one in El Palacio de las Vacas. But I decided to take the Deja de Querer and, like, the desert, like, a play because, I don't know, I feel like the song was simple itself. I wanted a simple place to take it. Like, I didn't want it a really big, outstanding place to take the whole entire eyes into it and not the song like i want the song to be the one that stands out because the song is simple already so i wanted a place where literally like a desert so it matched the vibe of the song it was slow and then i changed to like a lagoon or something i actually saw that there was two it was like you sitting on a rock and then it would transition to like this beach-like area and i saw that like the surroundings of it, it was like a clearish, darkish sky with water. And like, what was the vibe you were trying to give? I mean, it was a really like lonely place, I guess. So I wanted to feel like I was the only person around. It just comes out more personal for the person listening to the song. It's like more personal listening to somebody sing in a lagoon all alone, or somebody sing in a desert all alone. When I was recording, I wasn't thinking about all of these motives, like why am I doing this? What do, mm -hmm. what do I want people to think? At the end, I just felt like it was gonna be a little bit more personal for the, like, for the people listening, or maybe for the person I dedicated the song to, or maybe for myself when I'm listening to it. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's just, it's art. Art doesn't have a lot of explanation into why did you write that line right there? Art is just an abstract of like emotion. Yeah, I really like how you did the location because like how you said, like if it was somewhere else with a whole bunch of actions and stuff happening, I guess the, the words you were saying wouldn't really hit as hard as they did knowing that you were alone and you were in a location that was really like isolated and not much happening. Like we really could focus on you. Let's talk about some of the interviews you had. When you were discussing how you felt about winning the Thai and Pepe's office, was there any moment in time that you doubted yourself despite your achievement as a singer? Well, everyone is imperfect. There's all negative thoughts and like doubting yourself and stuff. Like I said, I was not expecting to win. I was expecting to be like in the final, probably top five, but that's as far as I was expecting to go. Um, so I really wasn't that confident that I was gonna win because of how much talent there was. So I did have a little doubt in like me winning, 
where I did not have a lot of doubt in is that I could sing it good. I mean, doubt is like a really natural thing that comes to your mind. Um, but the good thing is that I didn't lose. And it taught me like something like, you know, like maybe I shouldn't doubt myself that much because, you know, I won a whole concert, even if I was sick a couple times, mm. I won it with my friend. And that was really nice. That was a really nice feeling. Going back to the show, Tengo Talento, Mucho Talento, you were referred as El Angel Terenal. Do you, was this like the first time you were hearing of this or did you like plan out the name or how was this? How, like how was the name to be? My dad actually made me that name like his name is actually the musical name of him like when he, he's actually a dj and a singer um he started singing because of me so oh, wow. like when i started singing he was like oh i should help my daughter and whatnot so he became a dj and a singer his artistical name when he sings is actually el terrenal and oh. he wanted to name me el angel terrenal ever since i was a baby i've been named this because he referred me like as an angel but like the the type of angel that doesn't get overheated like oh i'm an artist i'm this like i'm famous <laughs> so he wanted to say that i'm an angel but like in earth like just with con los pies en la tierra uh on the first time i went to tengo talento i guess they referred me as that because my dad was like hey you should call her that I'm thinking as well like we thought of it like really like earthy and like natural and aesthetic and which also connected us to the music video as well because in the music video it's like the beach or it's like really like the, the desert it was really like earthy i guess and so we were trying to like connect the name with it as well and we got that vibe too yeah. that's the communist vibe yeah yeah i really was, like the name actually i love the backstory to that because that's so like that's so cute that's so wholesome yeah. it's awesome like oh like me angel terrenal you know and that's yeah. a powerful name like at least i think so you know, there's like, yeah, I mean, el angel terrenal. You're like, wait, what? Like, that's cool. Like, who's that? And then Ashley comes up. And... <laughs> yeah. When you first started, like, producing music, like, are you producing with Pepe Garza? How did you know this? <laughs> oh, it's because I did a little research on, you know, because I, I saw on your, his YouTube channel, and he, he had an interview with you. So, like, how did it feel, like, to meet him and, you know, just... I guess partner with him because he's such a famous, you know, show producer and songwriter. Like, well, no. How was your feeling to get this opportunity where, you know, because YouTube is such an expandable, you know, media source. So, how did you feel like when you were doing this interview? I'm not working with him producer wise, but I maybe am thinking about reaching out and texting him about that. Um, mm -hmm. But I still don't know. I'm still working on my own right now. Um, but yes, he he is really helpful. He's a really nice person, really humble. I can't say that much information yeah, about funny. what I'm working with him for, yeah. about and what might we what we might be doing because mm -hmm. I don't like pull out all this information and then have nothing happen in the end so mm -hmm. i'm not gonna say that much about that all right that's totally fine we understand yeah, I mean, yeah we get it mm -hmm. yeah so uh well thank you so much for taking your time out of your day and speaking to us i really do appreciate your kindness throughout the process as far as you and your your path like keep pushing i mean 
thank you for coming on and enlightening us with this information because I I knew things that like I never knew I was like dang like it came from like this wholehearted family where it came to the rise where you took it and you took it to the next level yeah I love hearing about your background and your song really is really beautiful it's really beautiful and you really Thank do you have so a lot of talent and you so I, I, I wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much. That really means a lot to me. And um, when you said how you mentioned you should reach out to him, you should. Because for this <laughs> podcast, we were told to, I guess, shoot our shot and try to reach out to you. And we were successful. So you never know like where you could be if you yes. were to reach out yeah. to him. And just know that you'll always have us supporting you in the background. And I hope your dreams come true. Thank you so much, nonetheless. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, have a great day. To conclude with the podcast, I would love for the audience to listen to the musical stylings of Ashley Acosta. Thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm.